Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Monday afternoon, and I, for for years and years and years, have talked about lessons learned as a police officer. And one of the, the first lessons that you really have to explore, question you have to ask yourself is, you know, what will you do? Uh, to save your own life, to save the life of innocent people. It, it is far more uh, complicated than the vast majority of people understand. On Killing is a book that is on so many required reading lists. I, I, I don't even have time to list them all, but L- Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman is the author of that, as well as countless other books, and has explored this issue for years and years and years. Colonel, thank you so much for being here. Man, Jeff, it's my honor. You are doing mighty deeds down there. You know, I, I tell everybody, get involved in local politics, city politics, county politics, make a difference right down there, grassroots. And you're you're leading the way with the radio show and your great listeners. It's, a, it's really my honor. Wow. It is, it is, well, I, I don't know what to say except for thank you. So let me say thank you, Colonel. And let, let me try, dive right into this. I, I yeah. had a discussion with my wife a few years ago, and we were talking, a, a few days ago, rather, talking about On Killing. I was reading it again. My copy's so worn out, right. i got to order a new copy. And she said, well, you know, what is this all about? Are you looking to... I said, no, no. I said, there's a difference between sheepdogs and sheep. And then she got yeah. insulted. She said, oh, I'm a sheep. I don't think... Explain for everybody what the real what the real distinction is, please. Well, you know, the, the thing of it is that the sheepdog will never harm the flock. But when it comes time to use violence to protect the flock, and that's the sheepdog. You know, and biologically, a lot of us are, are primed to protect our home and protect our business. But to go uh, outside of your home, outside of your business, and to be able to use deadly force to protect innocent lives, is, uh, is it takes a special kind of thought process and a special kind of person. You know, in, in the movies, you'd think that, oh, everybody's going to pull the trigger, but, but it's not that easy. And then you've got to be able to live with it afterwards. And that's part of the equation as well. I, uh, I coined the term killology. Criminology is not about teaching people to be criminals. Killology is not about teaching people to kill. It's about understanding the factors that enable and restrain killing our society. Now, here's the crazy part. People point some horrible crimes. Oh, that proves that mankind's a killer. No, no, that's one in a million. We're a nation of a third of a billion people. That one terrible crime you just heard about, that's one in a third of a billion. You explain to me the 99.999% of our citizens 
will go a lifetime and never even attempt to take a human life. Think about that. Divorce, infidelity, layoff, traffic accidents. And the average lifetime, uh, less than one in a thousand people will even seriously attempt to take a life. Explain that. So there's all these factors that are enabling and restraining violence within us. And to lawfully, legally, rightfully use violence to protect innocent lives. Uh, Not everybody is fully capable of doing that. It takes a thought process and a mental preparation. And this is terribly important. Uh, You know, I I train our military and law enforcement worldwide. You were so kind to mention my book on killing, uh, on killing and on combat. I've been on Marine Corps Commandant's required reading list for over 20 years. On Combat is issued in the DEA Academy, issued in the Marshall Academy. If you don't have a copy yet, Jeff, I'll get one to you, because it's really the heart of the matter. But this business of enabling people to use deadly force, uh, the reality is that you have to be mentally prepared. Now, I train Predator and Reaper squadrons across America. That Reaper operator has been ordered to kill that terrorist. If he doesn't kill that terrorist, he's failed in his job. But as a law enforcement officer, uh, as a reserve cop, uh, my job is never to kill. We are always trying to save lives, and this is terribly important. We're using deadly force because we believe there is no other option in the face of immediate threat of life, limb, or grievous bodily harm or self or others. The moment that person drops the gun, the moment they're no longer a threat, as a cop, we'll jump on that body, we'll slap on a tourniquet, we'll apply CPR, and that life is as precious as any other life on the planet. And that's something so important to understand. But as a result of what we do as law enforcement, there's a very good chance lives will be lost. And it is not to be taken lightly. We have to prepare ourselves, mind, body, and spirit, for the reality, for concealed care permit holders out there, for people who think about protecting their home or defending. The moment they're no longer a tomb, we'll call the ambulance to save their life. But as a result of what we do, we may indeed have to take a human life in protection of our loved ones as a concealed care permit holder, as somebody protect our home, or in defense of others as a cop. Turned around that, that solemn responsibility is terribly important yes absolutely colonel you know i i look at your books and some people again people are put up on killing on comment assassination generation my god i mean it just sounds so violent and yet one of the most important books that you co-authored uh stop teaching our kids to kill you're talking about tv yeah. movie o- movie yeah. video game violence <laughs> how how bad is that stuff really it's really bad. And, and let me just, this is a kind of a key little piece of the equation. Let's talk about defund the police. What kind of sane, rational person would think if we emptied all the prisons, and that's part of their agenda, if we got rid of all the cops, it would be better. I mean, if, if we all remember maybe the movie The Purge, where they turned off the murder law for one day. Well, if if the person emptied all the prisons, it turned off all the laws. It wasn't permanently. How could they believe this? Yeah, it it was real to you. That's right. All right. I think we've got, uh, do me a favor, Jeremy, just just real fast, try and reconnect with Colonel Grossman. We were having some uh, some difficulty. Can you I'm believe here. this? Oh, oh, there he is. Okay, fantastic, Colonel. You were just dropping in and out there for a little bit, but no, it's all right. It's all right. We're, we're trying to fill in some of the blanks. Right. They think that, that Shawshank Redemption was real. Uh, training Day with Denzel as a brutal, corrupt cop is real. And so that becomes their reality. And here's the key. Hollywood. TV, movies, right up to the early 1960s, lived by a code. 
And the coach said, we know the stories we tell have an impact on our society. And we have a responsibility to tell stories have an impact. And a lot of the code could be said in three words. Crime doesn't. That's right. Will not be depicted in a positive manner. If their children have been taught that the cops are the bad guys and that the criminals are the good guys, this civilization cannot survive. If we feed our children Shawshank Redemption and, and they, they had hope from the youngest days that the criminals are the good guys. In, in Francisco, where you can't shoot uh, somebody ransacking your store, where, where these cities, they believe the criminals are good guys and they're just stealing bread to save their starving family. And the reality is just the opposite. But they are the victim of their own propaganda. And, and there's so, many, so much harm being done by the media, the video games. But the greatest harm of all is this baseline concept that the criminals are the good guys. No civilization can survive that. They are destroying the very fabric of our civilization with, with throwing the code away in the early 1960s. They said our, the stories we tell... It has no impact on our society, but a 30-second commercial is worth vast amounts of money because it'll impact the behavior of millions of people. So years and years of sick movies and sick TV shows where the criminals are the good guys and the cops are the bad guys inflicted upon our children, two, three, four, five, six-year-old, and it was real to them. The harm that has been done to our civilization by these sick movies, by throwing the code away in the early 1960s, it's hard to believe. But when you see people sincerely believing that shoplifter's a good guy and that store owner who wants to stop him is the bad guy, that is that Hollywood TV narrative coming back to nail us. It is it is a cancer of crime. It is a virus of violence. It is one of the most harmful narratives any civilization can inflict upon their children that the criminals are the good guys and the cops are the bad guys. And it was the sick movies and the sick TV shows and throwing the code away and getting worse and worse decade after decade until today we have our most beloved black actor, Denzel Washington, playing a corrupt, evil, violent cop in Training Day. And the harm that's being done is almost impossible to comprehend. And then they create an entire culture who says the cops are evil, all cops are bastards, and all cops are bad. And they were taught that from the youngest days. There's a culture that believes that. And then we have the George Floyd riots. Right. And the greatest annual increase in homicides. We have never seen more than a 12% increase in homicides in 2020. We saw a 30% annual increase in homicides. The following year, it's up another 4%. 2021 is the all-time record number of cops murdered in modern history. But medical technology is holding down the number of dead people. Body armor is holding down the number of dead cops. So we had more dead cops in the 70s by about half, but it doesn't even begin to compare because of medical technology and body armor. We had the most cops murdered in the 1920s during the during the, the prohibition, mm-hmm. but it doesn't even begin to compare with today. If we had 1920s technology and 1920s body armor, non-existent and 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 training and tactics, we have seen an all-time it, record number of cops murdered in the line of duty. We have seen an all-time it, record explosion of violence. Want- we don't even know it. You know, we hear that we hear the stock market every day. But crime rates aren't even on our radar screen, and we need to know it, Jeff. I'll send you the, the, the graphics to, to put do. this together for you to yes. understand. It's bad. It's very bad. We are fighting a cancer of crime, a virus of violence of a magnitude unheard of. 
And the answer is A, throw money at the problem. That's the American answer. Pay cops mm-hmm. what they deserve to be paid. Mm-hmm. And B, enable our citizens to protect their stores and protect their homes, and they will. Uh, Colonel, you, you are spot on on that. And, and if you're serious about it, well, I'm asking. I know you're serious about it. Yes, please send me those graphics. I want to share them on all coming of our here. social media. I'm going to send yes. you something. Story coming across right now from the Police cool. Officers Association in San Francisco. There's a bakery chain out there which just announced all I'm saying. they will Three, no six. longer serve anyone in their store in uniform or armed. That's uh, police officers, Three, military, <laughs> etc. Uh, I mean, it's insanity, right? I mean, can, can you even begin to imagine how, how stupid. Where, yeah. did, where did it come from? How could they believe that? And go back to the movies they watched and the culture yes. that was created and the TV and the video games, Grand Theft Auto, where the cops are the bad guys and the criminals are the good guys. Yeah. We, and this is a manifestation of this twisted narrative that the cops are the bad guys and criminals are the good guys. This is so harmful and we got to confront it right at the source and say how sick and perverted and twisted it really is. Yes, sir. Well, we're going to do that, and and I'm going to ask you a huge favor. I, I, I mentioned to you, I've got a copy of On Killing, and I can't tell you how many times I've read it, but boy, I need you to sign it. Would you be willing if I send it back? Would you sign it for me? Not only will I sign it, but I will return it with the signed copy of On Combat and our kids' book, the Sheepdog book, and the children's book, Why Mommy Carries a Gun. Go to oh. Amazon or go to my website, uh, grossmanontruth.com. Look at the book, Why Mommy Carries a Gun, and you will love it. I will return your book to you, signed with a copy of On Combat and our two kids' books, uh, Why Mommy Carries a Gun and Sheepdogs, Meet America's Heroes. So you are a true American hero, Jeff, and it's an honor to be on board with you and your great listeners out there. Thank you, sir. I I hope you'll be willing to come back. I, I, I thoroughly appreciate your time. Put me in, Coach. Thank you, sir. That is Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. He will be back. God bless him. Uh, He is somebody who has been willing to take a stand, not based on political ideology or how the how the uh, the waves are going today or the feelings are that day. He is a brilliant man who's been placed in situations and has had to address every single part of this. I'm going to remind you, uh, formerly served as a professor at West Point. He's a psychologist. He's he's just a brilliant guy, and I, I am so grateful to have had him with us today, and we will arrange for him to be here again, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. And, yes, I'll get all the links to his website and everything else up as well. It is Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 